can you do your show notes wrong? And more importantly, how to do them right. I want to talk today about making the most of your podcast show notes because they are a critical tool when it comes to your discoverability and your show finding listeners who are looking for it but don't yet know they're the ones looking for it. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some key pieces and we're going to talk about some nuances here that are really important between your website and your podcast player. So let's dig into it. Welcome to the More Profitable Podcast with Stacey Harris. I'm Stacey, and this is the spot to learn more about the strategies, tactics, and tools you need to build your more profitable podcast. My team and I work every day with podcasters like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of your sales team, because your show should be built to generate and convert leads. So let's get into it. Welcome, episode 598. We've got this one. We've got the next one. And then, my love, we are at episode 600. I'm really excited. It's been a ton of fun counting down to this episode, both here in the show uh, and in all the places we've been sharing sort of some countdown videos. Uh, We've been doing it on LinkedIn and Instagram Reels and TikTok. If you've watched any of them or you've commented or you've shared them or you've asked questions in them, I appreciate you. Keep them coming. We've got a couple more weeks of it uh, as we roll closer to our May episode 600. Oh my gosh, that's so many. Uh, I want to talk today about podcast show notes. I want to talk a little bit about the nuance and difference of your what's, what's happening in your podcast player and what's happening on your website, where they can be different, where they should be similar. Uh, I also want to talk about why, yes, a website is important, the role those show notes play in your tools here, like the job of them. Uh, and then we might wrap up with some some structure su- suggestions. I'm guessing you'll probably get some structure suggestions throughout this episode, as I can't help it. Uh, before we jump into that, if you haven't yet, make sure you head on over to the podcast newsroom. We've got new episodes every very month, talking about the three things you need to know that month. Sometimes it's podcast news. Uh, this month we talk a little bit about the anchor sort of fold in to Spotify for podcasters. We talk a little bit about understanding the nuance when you're looking at uh, platform specific stats. So if you're looking at your Apple podcast stats or Spotify stats, and you have to remember there. Uh, And we wrap up with a little soapboxy moment, uh, just sort of some things I want you to know right now. So That's what's happening over on the podcast newsroom. We're going to open up spots for podcast audits there again uh, for probably to roll out in Q3. We will be recording those in May. So if you want to be on that list, if you'd like a completely complimentary audit from me of an episode, head over to uncommonlymore.com slash audit. If you want to know what to expect in an audit, what that sounds like, what what, what the end result of that is, head over to the podcastnewsroom.com and check out the, uh, the couple we have up over there along with this month's episode. Again, everything you need, the podcastnewsroom.com. I'm excited. Let's get into this. Let's talk show notes. So let's talk first about the two places show notes exist. Now, guaranteed, private podcast, public podcast, doesn't matter. You have a little bit of show notes in your podcast description in the podcast player. So you open up a show, you see a title, and then there's some text telling you what that episode is about. That is show notes. Those are fantastic 
as a way to help those podcast platforms know who to deliver the content to because that is your SEO inside of those platforms. SEO, not just for Google, my love. We're talking about SEO even inside of your podcast players because the biggest job of your show notes is discoverability. And I think this is really important. Let's let's take a little turn here and let's talk about this a minute. The role of your show notes is not to sell someone your services. Is not to sell someone your course or your program or whatever. It is like every tool in the list, simply a way to help them make a next step. Oftentimes, that is going to be, should I listen to this episode or not? And so your show notes need to do the job of telling us what is happening inside the show. This is one of the reasons I really like timestamp show notes. This is something we have moved to on this show. This is something we do with a lot of our clients. It's one of the two different structures we use uh, as far as show notes. I really like timestamp show notes because it allows people to go in and get what they need really quickly. And in a really, in a really sort of high level way, be able to see what happens in this episode. Is there something here for me? really quickly. And so I love timestamp show notes for that, specifically timestamp show notes in the podcast player. They can absolutely also be on your website. That's what we do. That's what we do with a lot of our clients. It's going to do the same job in helping people make that decision. But I really, really like having that overview of what's happening in the episode. And then yes, at the bottom, intermixed links to what's next. A caveat to remember here, links don't show up as clickable in every platform. And so often what we will do is we will have the link and then like hyperlinked and then we'll have it written out. It just depends. But again, the job of that section of our show notes then is less about discoverability and more about moving them into their next step post episode. What I want you to recognize is you have people reaching these show notes at different stages not just of where they are, maybe, you know, before listening and after listening, but also this is their first episode with you. This is their 10th episode with you. This is their 100th episode with you. This is their 500th episode with you. That's very different relationship markers. And so it can be difficult, but not impossible, to make sure you're writing your show notes in a way that speaks to all of those people. Now, the great thing is, is if you're doing a good job in building content that speaks to your ideal client and moving them through a journey, it will already be set up to speak to people no matter where they are in the relationship for you. But when we talk specifically about our show notes, this is why I talk about having a meaningful what is actually inside this show kind of show notes because it's not just going to help you from a discoverability standpoint and SEO, which yes, is important and is a huge value of show notes. But also, it speaks to the human of this is what I promise you is in here. This is how it's going to help you. This is why it's worth listening to. And you can do that by simply telling them what's inside 
when you're strategically planning your content to speak to the questions they're going to have. So those are the show notes in the description on your website. They're very likely very similar to the description that is happening on your website. So is there really a reason to have a website? I had I had this question recently as I was I was teaching inside someone else's program and they said, "Well, you know, Apple Podcasts and Spotify both rank higher when you search for my show than my website does." They have a brand new website, brand new podcast, brand new business. And I went, well, that totally makes sense. Spotify and Apple have a built-in reputation that your website doesn't have. But also, they're only showing up ahead of your podcast when you search for your podcast name. And so that can be fine because if someone's searching for your podcast name, they're looking for your show. And they can then find it on the different podcast feeds to find it on your website. Great. It's cool that it's listed there that way. What I want us to be speaking to is what happens when someone is searching for something you talked about. Apple Podcasts and Spotify are not then going to rank at the very tippity top of those rankings Because there's other content talking about the content you talk about. I promise, no matter what you're talking about, there is someone else already talking about it. That's cool. That's not a problem. Because you may be talking to different people. You may be talking about it different ways. But I promise you there's somebody already talking about it. And so now I'm not competing with the other places that are also going to take you to my content. I'm competing with the other people talking about the same thing I'm talking about, which means I need my website built and my show notes created to have the best chance of showing up amongst those search results. Now, does this mean that every podcast episode you create is going to rank number one in SEO? No. But what I can tell you is if you don't have a website, you're not putting together thoughtful show notes. You're not creating a way for those to be discovered Even if it's on the sixth page of Google, then it's not going to be on any page of Google and it's not going to get found that way. And that's going to slow your growth. This is actually one of the benefits of a public podcast over a private podcast. When you have a private podcast that you're using as a marketing tool, and I, and I, we're going to talk more about this in in another episode. I think if, if you would like that, you're listening to this now and you're like, yes, please talk more about this. DM me, send me an email, let me know. Because sometimes I'm like, maybe this is just, it's too inside baseball. But this for me is why a public podcast exists as well as a private podcast in our business. And this is a question I get a lot. Are you going to close the more profitable podcast and just do the podcast newsroom at some point? And the answer is no. I have no intention of doing that right now. And that's because my private podcast does not have the discoverability of my public podcast because my private podcast does not exist on my website. Because if it existed on my website and I sent it out in the same way I do this podcast, there would be no reason for you to sign up. There would be no benefit to it being private. I could, in theory, do like one public episode and one private episode. And so you have to sign up to get both of them through the feed, but you could listen to them on the website. There's absolutely roads here where it could make sense. 
I'm not saying it won't make sense someday in the future, but for right now, hell no. I'm, I'm aces, baby. I like the way the shows are structured now because they have two different jobs. They have two different roles in my sales team. When you start talking about this stuff as parts of your actual sales system, as parts of your sales team, this starts to make a lot more sense. My public podcast is doing two jobs, discoverability and nurture. Well, three jobs because it's also a conversion tool. But from a top of the funnel perspective, my private podcast is not something that has a top of the funnel job. It is not built for discovery. It is built for nurture and conversion. Now notice there was some overlap. This podcast and the podcast newsroom are both built as nurture tools, but they're nurturing different people. Most people who listen to the podcast newsroom also listen to this show. That may be true for you. If it's not, head on over to the podcastnewsroom.com to sign up now. I had to do it. It had to be done, okay? But that, though understanding the the who and the jobs of these two tools help highlight the differences in the way their show notes are. With this show, discoverability and early nurturing are really important. And so the show notes are formatted in a way that make it very clear what's in the show. The show notes are are created in a way that make it very easy for the robots to go, oh, this is for somebody who needs answers on how to make the most of their podcast show notes. (laughs) This is somebody who is for, you know, this episode is for somebody who is writing show notes for their existing podcast or getting ready to launch a podcast and doesn't understand how to write show notes or isn't sure if they really need a website for their podcast, right? That the robots will help people understand that and will put it in front of the people that uh, are looking for it. Whereas the podcast newsroom, which is a private podcast, is again that nurture and conversion tool. And so, yeah, I'm nurturing people, but they're already bought in that I'm going to deliver in an episode or they wouldn't have signed up for the podcast newsroom. So they just kind of need to know, hey, this is what's happening in this episode. Here are any links I mentioned and let's have a chat when you're ready. Here are the links to book the things you may want to book now that we've had enough of these conversations uh, for you to be ready. Cool. The structure of them is then different. And this is why show notes matter for a public podcast. And this is why a public podcast and a private podcast both exist in my business. Again, if you want to hear me talk more about this, let me know. We can do a whole episode on it. But from a show notes perspective, understanding the job of your content will help you better understand what to include in those show notes and why it's important that your podcast has a separated website and is not just reliant on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Overcast or whatever the, you know, even YouTube. I mean, let's say your show's up on YouTube. Whatever it is, you're not just using those pieces as the discoverability for your show. The other thing is, our shows are unique. 
you and I are using our podcast to generate, educate, and convert right fit clients. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Overcast, whatever it is they're consuming the show on is not built to help them get off of that platform and go to your site and purchase your thing. That's not their goal. Their goal is to keep that listener on that platform for as long as possible. They're not even attached to that continuation on their platform being inside of your content. They only care that you stay on the platform, not that they stay on your channel of the platform. And so when we hand over all of our responsibility around discoverability to those platforms, we give up our piece of real estate. We give up the ability to click over to our opt-in, to drop on by our sales page, right? That is in complete antithesis of your goal of generating, educating, and converting right fit clients. And so yes, your show notes need to exist. Yes, they need to exist as a podcast description in those podcast players. And yes, they need to exist on your website. Should you have a separate website for your podcast as you do the rest of your business? Not usually. You can if you want to. Um, we, I, I, I play around with PodPage a lot, which is a, a sort of a standalone dedicated website just for the podcast. I don't tend to link traffic there, but I can link from there very easily to the things that you could purchase from me, to my other opportunities. I, can, I have some control of that environment. And they have an SEO reputation that I don't have. I get to build a link back to my stuff in a really easy way. And so guess what? Yeah, I absolutely have one. It's not where I drive traffic. I absolutely have this podcast listed on everywhere possible. I don't link to it. When I'm sending this, sending you to this podcast, I'm doing it on my website. Because I need you... And you need your listener to come spend time in your store, at your house, in your environment. 99% of this time, you may end up listening to this podcast in the preferred player of your choice. We're on dog walks, we're in the car, whatever. We're at the gym, whatever we're doing. I went on a hike with somebody the other day. They sent me a picture. It was very cool because I don't hike, but it was like all of the benefits of hiking as far as the pretty view without any of the effort of the hiking up the mountain. So feel free to send me your pics from when you take me cool places. Um, we've been on plane rides. We've done all sorts of fun things. But when I send you a link in the email to go listen to the show, I am not sending you to Apple Podcasts. I'm sending you to the show notes on the website, which exists in the same place is where you'd find information about my offers. So that when it's the right time for you and I to work together, you don't have to try and figure out where that is. And this is why discoverability is, yes, a very important part of your podcast show notes, a very important job of your show notes. But the location of where they're doing that job matters because their job is also to help you make your next best step. 
Remember, we talk about this a lot, and we're going to continue to talk about it a lot, but when we look at any piece of our podcast, when we look at any piece of our marketing, it's always about what is the next thing I want them to do. How do we get them to do the next thing? When you're listening to the podcast, depending on how long, like if you found this show, like this episode via Google today, your next best step, the thing I want you to do next, the thing you're most likely to do next is not hire me for production. It's just, it's not. It's not going to be to sign a 12-month contract with my agency. And so, yes, there's calls to action to do that in this show. There's calls to action to do that in my show notes because it's also entirely possible that this is episode 598 of this show that you've heard. And we've been together a while and you are ready and you're like, yes, Stacey, today is the day. I'm so excited taking you off the vision board, signing the contract. Let's do it. But for the next best step, for that person who did just discover me, you're discovering my store, my house, my place. There's lots of stuff for you to look around. And there's intentionally things in the show notes that help you find those next steps. Other episodes that you might like. The podcast newsroom. All of those things exist in that environment I own and control. And that's why it's important that you have this on your own separate website. And this is important. This is why it's important, rather, that you're building show notes that help them identify what that next best step is and take it. Let's talk a little bit about page structure before we roll out. Uh, we generally, sort of the default way we do show notes are how you see show notes for this episode, how you see show notes for this uh, this show, uh, timestamps. I really like these because they allow us to get do the work of the keywords, get those things in there. It allows the listener, especially those who are just discovering us, to see really quickly what is in this episode, what is happening in this episode, and and see that there's value for them there. And trust that they could go in wanting to and actually listening to the whole show because they know what's going to happen all the way through. They, they know how long it's going to be. They know what's happening. Uh, that's important. We also, for a couple of our clients, and, and we did this here for a long time, uh, and we, we will still do it for certain episodes. It just depends. Uh, we do a blog post. And that's because... For those clients, there is a large part of their listenership that does like to read the content. They're not big podcast listeners. And so we're using the podcast to generate two kinds of content. We're using the podcast to speak to people who consume content in two different ways. It can be really beneficial for SEO because it's easier to get a lot of words on the page. But you can absolutely get those same SEO results with uh, timestamps. It just needs to be written thoughtfully. You've got to have enough content for there to be a meaningful amount of words on the page. What I recommend for most podcasters, especially early, especially if you're trying to keep it really, really streamlined, keep it simple. For a very long time, I edited a transcript. 
we took a transcript and we turned it into a blog post just by editing the transcript. Nothing was written. Now we have a, a writer on our team who takes the audios and writes a blog post based on that audio. So it is completely new. It's the same words, but it's it's written more in a way... It's writ- It reads as if it was written, and it doesn't read as if it was originally spoken, which can sometimes happen when you just edit a transcript. Um, and we have show notes writers who handle our timestamp show notes as well, because again, we're having that keyworded SEO focus. What I want you to remember, especially when you're looking at the differences between your podcast descriptions and the players and the SEO on your website, is those next steps. It's going to need to be really clear what they do next, where they go to what they click in. So I always like having a sort of mentioned in section. Here are the links I talked about. That way, when you open those, after having listened to the show, you're not having to go read through the post or read through the show notes and try and find the links. There's a spot right there that you can go to and find what you want to do next. This is especially important if you're doing one of those like sales assets episodes where you're doing a sales page or you've got a case study and the point of that episode is to drive sales conversions. Don't hide the link for where they go buy. Don't hide the link for where they go book a sales call. Don't hide the link for where they go find the uh, sales page about the program. Make it really easy to find. Feel free to link it in a couple places. I'll often, we'll often link stuff sort of in the body and then again in that links mentioned if it makes sense. But you got to be looking at how do I give them their next best step as easily for them to find as possible. I can't wait to see what you action on in this episode. This was, this was a very sort of high level one. I, 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 I think these kinds of conversations are so important because you and I have a show that is different. You and I have a show that is being built and is being monetized by selling our services, selling our work, selling our expertise. And that means really riding that line between how and why. And I wanted this conversation to be about why because I want you to think about the why behind these tools. These are tools and they are tactics. Show notes are not a strategy. Show notes are a tool. They're a piece of this. And so until you think about the why behind it, it's going to be really hard for you to use it effectively. And it's going to be really hard for you to move it from task to tool. If you're not thinking about the why, it's simply a to-do on your list. Because somebody told you you should because that's what podcasts have is not reason enough to do anything like ever. (laughs) And so I want you to be really thoughtful and spend some time thinking about why do my show notes exist? What job are they doing? Are they actually doing the job that I just said they should be doing? I want you to look at that this week. If they're not doing the job that you want them to be doing, if you were ready for some support in this, let's talk. Uh, We can do that through our podcast production services. We do have room to take on two new production clients in May, and I'm stoked. I cannot wait to see who it is. I hope it's you. It'll be really fun if we can work together. So head on over to uncommonlymore.com, find out all about podcast production, and book a conversation. You and I can sit down and talk about if it's a good fit for you right now, and if it's not, what might be instead. Cool? 
All right, again, head on over to uncommonlymore.com to find that. And I will see you right back here for episode 599 next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that content consumption does not make changes. So commit to doing something from today's episode. Maybe it's taking action on what we talked about. Maybe it's reaching out to me and learning more about podcast strategy intensives or what podcast production looks like with our team. All of that is over at uncommonlymore.com. And if you haven't yet signed up for the podcast newsroom, I want to remind you that is a great next step. If you're not really sure what comes next, hang out over there. Get those exclusive private episodes. That's over at podcastnewsroom.com. And the last favor I will ask, because social proof is endlessly important for sure, is to leave a rating or review for this show. If you go to ratethispodcast.com slash more, that's the easiest way to do it. But I would love to hear what you thought of the show, what you think of the show, and if the show has been helpful for you. I can't wait to chat with you. So this is just the start of the conversation. Reach out so we can keep it going. Talk soon. Thank you.